Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I'm here all by myself today to talk about how many credits our teens need to graduate if we break it down per year. So sometimes parents want to know, you know, really per year, we know they need X number overall by the time they graduate, but really what does it look like each year? So let's, let's talk about that. Let's make it practical. So, all right. How many credits do our homeschool high schoolers need per year in order to graduate? All right. You know, the answer to this, it's always the same. There's not one right way to homeschool high school. You want to do what's best for your teens. So let's start with the basics though. Each teen needs to graduate with the number of credits they need minimum uh, that are in the state requirements. Now, all right, even that, you know, there's not one right way to homeschool high school and some homeschoolers say state's not gonna dictate to me um, what credits uh, my kid needs. So, okay, I'm not going to argue with anybody, but if you're not sure what your state requirements are and you're following them, which most of us do, is check your state department of education requirements for graduating high school. And it'll break it down what the state requirements are because each state has a different number. So usually it's between 17 and 26 credits. Uh, most of them are 20 to 24, but it, it does vary by state. You can also, if you're a, an HSLDA member, so Homeschool Legal Defense, you can get that information, I think, maybe at National Homeschool Advocacy, which is, you know, support group for homeschoolers. Um, they, I think they have that information there also. So there are places to get that. But I'm going to give you some general guidelines for the things we have found that work um, with our years of raising our own, you know, 30 something high schoolers um, and also advising multitudes of high schoolers in our local area to get them through graduation and on successfully to the next thing. So, okay. All right, here we go. Okay. So the number of credits will vary for what your kids need each year, according to what your teen's goals are. So in general, what you wanna do is take what the state requirements are and divide them by four, okay? In most cases, then that'll give you a very simple guideline, especially for teens who are not headed for college. So for teens that are going into the workforce, usually they just need the state requirements for graduation and that's just fine. So we want to you know, give them what they need and not burn them out. Uh, so if a state needs 20 credits for graduation, then a teen will need five credits per year. Um, a lot of states are more around the 24 and so if they're heading for the workforce, then, you know, six credits per year. All right. So that's your that just basic guidelines. And in those states, a, a lot of states, uh, there are basic requirements that you got to kind of hit every year. Um, so you'll need, uh, you know, language arts, 
Uh, you'll need a math um, until they get their maths out of the way. Then you can put an elective in that place. They usually need some kind of a history, American history, world history, civics, economics, um, you know, the courses like that, uh, social sciences sometimes. And then they usually need three or four sciences. And so that would be like biology, chemistry, and then states will vary whether it's health, physical science, physics, um, you know, elective sciences. And so you check your, your local area for that. Then a lot of states have um, world language requirements. So what are those? You know, usually it's one or two. Um, and then a certain number of phys ed requirements. Uh, usually it's one or two. Um, health requirements, if those aren't considered a science in your state. And sometimes technology requirements, although that's kind of funny um, with our kids, they're all digital natives these days. But anyway, um, driver's ed requirements if, or, or driver's ed electives, fine arts requirements. So you, you break that down by year. And uh, so you can sit down with your teen and kind of plot that out. So for a workforce bound kid, um, what do you want to do? So, you know, English language arts each year, what, what histories, what sciences, what maths, what world language, when we want to fit in the fine arts, uh, when we want to fit in phys ed, when is driver's ed going to happen? And then what electives do we need? So workforce bound teens, sometimes will have an interest they'll develop for their electives. And sometimes they go on into uh, training for their trade that they're interested in. And uh, so they will use those for career exploration and electives there. So very, very basic. Some teens, on the other hand, so completely different, some teens are, are just bound and determined to graduate in three years instead of four. And most places that can work. It definitely can work. So for, for kids who are just kind of, I just want this high school stuff over with so I can go on to the next part of life. Well, you know, if they've got goals and they're, they're hardworking, uh, they can make that happen. And so you take those 20 credits and you break it up to three years. And so there'll be several years where there'll be about seven credits and they'll have to double up on English language arts um, one year or um, spread that ELA credit out, you know, divvy it up so they get that extra credit in over several years or two years. Um, but it's, it's a possibility. So uh, in most areas, teens can graduate early as long as they get those credits in. So have a talk, you know, make your goals. But they, it will definitely be a heavier academic load for them. But if they want it, why not let them do that? All right, let's shift gears. Let's say your teen is college bound. A college bound homeschool high schooler um, will need at least the state requirements for graduation, but very often they'll need a little bit more. Um, so they will either need a little bit more as far as the level of rigor of the courses or a few more credits um, than kids who are not bound for college. And so, you know, you can listen to our podcast episodes on how to create levels in homeschool high school um, so that the kids are showing a higher level of rigor on their transcript. And I'll put links in the show notes so it's easy to understand. Um, 
But um, some, some kids will do that. And they will also add some extra courses according to what the colleges they're interested in are looking for. So this is something that um, you and your teens can do as early as they've got some kind of idea of interesting colleges is go to the websites and look up what we are looking for in incoming freshmen. Does that make sense? Like most college websites are going to say that we're looking for these courses on the high school transcript. And so um, very often it's above and beyond the very, very basics for a state's high school graduation. Um, so like in our area, for a number of years, our state colleges were looking for three years of a world language and the state only required two years for graduation. So for our kids who wanted to go to a state college, they were adding an extra year of world language. And if they were going into a humanities or studying that, that particular world language at college level, then they would really need four. So a year each year of high school of that world language. Um, very often uh, teens will need a full four years of, of social studies credits. Uh, and a full four years of maths and sciences, even if the state is only requiring three. So they may end up with an elective history for a year, or colleges may be looking for social science, but that's not required by the state. So check any kind of colleges that, that our teens might be interested in. You know, sometimes colleges are more inclined, if they're a Christian college, um, Maybe if it got competitive or there were some scholarships, a, a student with some apologetics or some Bible classes on the transcript um, may have a little bit better in than um, one that doesn't. So um, although I haven't run into that very often. Uh, so the, the, the deal is, is our teens who are aiming for college are probably going to have more credits um, than that very basic, especially if a state's only requiring 17 or 20 credits, our teens will probably have around usually 26 or more credits um, towards graduation. One thing that's really cool though about homeschooling high school is when our teens know what they are interested in, like their, their hobbies or a major that they're aiming towards in college, we can build their elective credits in the direction of their interests and really build a, and a solid transcript showing their willingness to invest in the electives of, of interest. Does that make sense? So um, if you had a team that's interested in history to earn extra credits in history electives in specialized areas, things that are really into the, their, their interest zone. So um, in the, the years I had served as an academic advisors for our juniors and seniors, and I had a history major kind of, of teens. We had teens um, doing extra credits in um, areas of interest like World War II or um, European history or 
um, history on the African continent. Um, so they're you know, taking areas of interest and really developing them and adding extra credits. And so we've had kids graduate with like 30 credits. Like you, there's no limit to the number of credits as long as they are honestly earned. And so, you know, you guys know between you and God, um, whether a credit is honestly earned. So what you do with those extra, the elective credits, when you break down the credits on the transcript, you know, put them in order each year. So language arts in the same place, you know, for ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, math in the same place. So like maybe ELA first and then math and social studies and science, the world language and phys ed, um, uh, fine arts, and then the various electives. And so you put the, the history electives or science electives or math electives or ELA electives, whatever electives our teens are interested in, um, you put those down towards the, the lower part of that year's transcript. So I'll put some samples in the show notes so you can, can see that. So, and that way it's easy for admissions officers to look and say, man, that, that kid is really a doer and really has some interest and we really like kids like that on our campus. So why don't we just kind of offer them admissions and maybe a scholarship, wouldn't that be nice? Okay, um, so anyway, you know, so you can end up with a kid who's very, very determined, has lots of interest, who may end up with seven or eight or nine or 10 <laughs> credits. Um, in a specific year. And as long as it's honestly earned, you've got records to, to back that up. There is nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Okay. All right. Does that, that make sense? You want to make sure that you keep life balanced. And, uh, you know, for teens who are aiming for college and doing extra um, credits so that there's more than just that basic state requirement, that they also have time for life. And so that's just a little side note. It has nothing to do with the number of credits, but it's it's nice when teens aren't burning out in their um, in their you know like junior and senior years because they can be tough enough as it is. Okay, and then do also remember for the college bound teens, a lot of colleges are looking for a higher level of rigor. So you may not want to do ten credits if your teen is going to struggle hard to learn, earn a high level credit on their transcript. And so keep it closer to, you know, six or seven credits um, and, and do that honestly. So, and again, I'll put the, it links in the show notes on how to show and earn a higher level of rigor on the homeschool transcript. Cause you know, teens need to be able to do college level work and be ready for that, you know, when they get to college. So earning some of that kind of uh, rigorous credit during high school shows they've got the stuff, you know, that it's made of. So does that make sense? Okay. All right. So I want to invite everybody uh, to, to ask questions in the Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group. Um, this is a great place to get some support. And uh, it's just a lovely bunch of Seventh Sisters in that group. So can ask and answer questions back and forth. It is good, good resources. So it's the number seven, Sisters Homeschool, all three together, squished together into one word, Seven Sisters Homeschool 
Facebook group. You can also send us an email real quick at info at sevensistershomeschool.com. And, uh, you know, we can answer some questions there too, um, because you matter. And we are all in this together. We want to help. So don't forget, you know, Seven Sisters has 40 gazillion articles posts, you know, for free right there on the Seven Sisters Homeschool website. If you've got a question, if you go to the search bar and put that in the search bar, you probably will find a post for it because like, you know, there's there's just like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of posts there. Um, and also the Seven Sisters Homeschool curriculum. And if you're new to Seven Sisters, please, please download some freebies and get a taste for what it's like for you to get hold of curriculum that has been vetted by teens. So what, what we have done, you know, we have a whole bunch of teens between the six of us, seven sisters. Who's the seventh sister, by the way? You are. And, and so we had, our teens were so um, opinionated, you know, they did not want to do busy work. And they would often tell us that textbooks always have the same number of pages each chapter, whether it had anything to say or not. And they were just kind of insulted um, by busy work. And if they wanted to do a higher level credit than, you know, just an average high school credit, they didn't need to do busy work and read, you know, busy nothings in a textbook. <laughs> and so they wanted something meaningful that they could actually delve into and, and it mattered to them in order to level up. So uh, Seven Sisters curriculum was designed to follow the scope and sequence for credits um, needed for the transcript, but to, to be as minimal as was honest, um, and then ha to have lots of enrichment that teens could choose from to develop their interests and level up. So it's no busy work, levelable curriculum. It's all downloadable, so the price stays affordable. And also for our friends who are in um, co-ops, and then it's gotten to be more popular in the Christian schools. Um, we have special um, discounts that we can uh, create for them. And also for our friends who are in states that reimburse. Um, some states will reimburse curriculum if you meet certain guidelines. And so we have worked with the, the local homeschool groups in those areas to take some of our curriculum um, that seem to, to be able to be adaptable to those uh, guidelines. And so if you look for acceptable for reimbursement in the, the store, so you go to Seven Sisters Homeschool e-store and scroll down to you see the reimbursement category. And those, those curricula um, tend to be acceptable in the various states. So, you, you know, you check your state guidelines, but we have done our best to try to adapt those specific editions. So it has a little um, a red star on it if it's um, uh, acceptable for reimbursement. So we want to, um, you know, our, our homeschool friends that can get some reimbursement, why not? You know, like <laughs> why not? So those are, are there. All right. So please, um, you know, get in touch. We, we love being in the homeschool community together. All right. So this has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Please leave us some ratings and some stars wherever you listen to this podcast to help us 
be more findable um, for other people looking for information about homeschooling high school. And we thank Seth Tillman for the editing. All right, we will see you all next week.